No, we we're, supposed to, we're supposed to start alternating oh, intros. Okay. Yeah. So, Jesse, why don't you take it away? Oh, that, that's what's happening? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome, ladies and gent that may actually listen to this podcast. Uh, Goblin Beat is back at it again tonight. We were playing Spelljammer. Uh, as always, we have Danny DMing tonight, who uh, may or may not have an emergency on his hands. We're going to go as long as we can. What's up, Danny? Hey, that's uh, what he said. Mm-hmm, what he said. So, I'm Jesse. I will be playing uh, Senior Mustafa Colonel Mustarde Spiky Brown. Uh, the name changes. We haven't landed on one yet, but um, anyways, our resident uh, hippo hunter. He doesn't kill hippos. He's an actual hippo that's a hunter, so don't get confused. Uh, we also have with us John tonight, and John, why don't you tell us about your little robot guy? Uh, playing Torx Fizzlestick, the autonome artificer, with his little friend Rafe, who is a turret. With Not to be mistaken with the flamethrowing one that caught the ship on fire last time. Yes, yes, we've decommissioned him for <clears> safety <throat> purposes. We had to go back to the shop. We also have with us tonight Ben who is playing his non-evil but bloodthirsty praying mantis. What's up, Ben? Not so much bloodthirsty, just like you kind of have to convert or you die. It's the rules. I didn't make them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, but he's summoning druid, and they're all really messed up. All the all the animals he summons. So Very interesting character. Probably one oh. of the most interesting ones we've had in a while. Uh, Alan will not be here tonight to play his drunken flying monkey monk. Um, but we do have, uh, Matt, who's fresh off a of battle over Barbies in bedtime. That's Matt, right. What's up? I'm, uh, playing Dong Dong the Barbarian. Dong Dong the Barbarian would be, uh, he, he would probably be at a loss as to what to do with my children sometimes. He would definitely fly into a rage. Yeah. Uh, and then he would have to, then he would have to leave. So... Yeah, you would definitely be expending your rage charges at bedtime yeah, every night. That would happen. But yeah, yeah Don Dong is a plasmoid. Uh, he's a barbarian, Path of the Beast. So uh, when he rages, sort of like a, um, you know, you could sort of imagine a bit of a symbiote kind of situation going on there. A little uh, carnage, venom sort of thing. Um, now you get it. Now with the claws and the bites and the, maybe but with a scorpion tail. So maybe, maybe like if... Uh, Scorpion villain from Spider-Man were possessed mm. by a symbiote, mm. something like that. Or if Carnage um, absorbed Scorpion, and yeah, he, could could be any could be any of those things. Yeah, um, Jesse actually I'll, designs the character. I display it, so that's that's <laughs> how that how that works. But anyway, I, mean, I don't think it's cool or anything. Like it's yeah, it's, no. it's cool. It's a cool character. Yeah, it's all, it's all right. It's okay, it's all right. It's all right. He's so a, a, cool. yeah, so that's what we're doing. And um, so yeah, last last we were together, we got attacked by uh, elves, some astral elves, and uh, we managed to capture one and interrogate said person uh, to learn about um, their general in the area. I believe I've John has the notes, but uh, that had planted the crystal seeds on the planet that we just left. AKA home for some of us uh, that was going to destroy the planet so they could absorb the energy to their home planet. 
so we were arriving in orbit, I want to say, at the next place, which was our destination, where we were going to hand over the prisoner and go from there. Danny, if you want to take us away. Well, we, well, we were headed for the rock when uh, oh. we encountered a mind flayer ship. I forgot about that. Thank yeah. you, John. Yeah, so a giant seashell-looking thing of terror. Yeah, uh, Tor Torx's final entry says, Then we encounter a mind flayer ship. Survival probability is now greatly reduced. Yes, that was a great write-up. Probably should have let you read that to segue into this campaign. That's all right. Well, it was a good write-up. All right, so even though Ben and Matt have both stepped away, Danny... Oh, Matt came back double fist and bourbon. That's that's a good sign. <laughs> I thought I thought he was uh, dry January. What is this? <laughs> I am I am dry January. I'm not going to waste the time with it right now. I'll go, wait till Ben's gone. Uh, okay. Matt is a damp January, which means just less than you normally would have. I've been, I had, I've been I dry have, January. I did have one beer and one shot uh, during the national championship game, but that's. That's yeah. That's an sounds a lot like a song I know. Right. Yes. I uh, I drank the entire time I was in Vermont this past week, uh, starting on the plane and finishing on the plane all back. <laughs> yeah. Something about being on a plane now as adult, you have to go ahead and just take the free drinks. It's sufferable people on board the plane. Yeah, yeah. you got to drink. I, uh, yeah, because oh, all the asshole kids on the plane. Not to digress too far, but I realized as we landed in Vermont that that's where they make Whistle Pig, and it just went downhill from there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hey, but but when you're in a different uh, area code, Danny, that's what I said. The dry January rules aren't in effect. Yeah, no, that's the that's the whole reason I'm getting on a plane on Saturday and leaving. Now. <laughs> that's right. It's it's not January in Vermont. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not dry up there either. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually leaving Saturday, and we're not coming back until it's February, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. There you there go. go. <laughs> it's like you're time traveling, yeah. except you're just traveling overseas. Yeah, to get away from dry January. There you go. <clears throat> Smart man. Drinking is its own form of time travel. So. Oh, it definitely you know, be. Yeah, we should do a whole episode on that. All <laughs> right. So, so, <laughs> oh, that was fun. So, uh, as the Nautilus-shaped vessel drifts closer, Captain Sartell, you guys remember her? She's the one with the knives. She's the dagger lady. Let's out a sigh of relief. It's a derelict, she says, pointing out its stripped weaponry and broken hull. If there were mind flayers aboard, they would have attacked us by now. Looks like somebody's already picked it over. Still, there might be something left worth salvaging. I seem to have a damaged ballista and mangonel. So, I say we storm the empty seashell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is kind of like an organic looking kind of ship. Yeah, I think it was like a Nautilus shape, right? It yeah, is a, he, like a Nautilus should. shell with uh, like tentacles floating out of the front of it. Yeah. He showed a picture of it. Shoot it down. No, she says it looks derelict. So. Oh. Why don't we just board it and. See if we yeah. can get some stuff to fix our defense weaponry and it's... obviously fight whatever's on board. I was about to say, I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's not quite as derelict as 
it seems. Alright, so there there it is again. If you can see, you can see it now, it's all like part of the hole that's caved in. Five to one odds there are some Dong Dong some of Dong Dong's cousins on board. Hey, maybe uh maybe we kill everything on there and take that as There's, ours. His cousins like Ding Dong. <laughs> Ding Bat. Long Dong. Yeah. Yeah, well long that's the pirate. Dong. The pirate He's Long really Dong. Dong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has he has a he has a peg leg, yeah. which is just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you need a prosthetic a... when you're a plasmoid? <laughs> and it is like does like this. Yes. <laughs> He's got a uh, a third cousin. Her name is Wrong Dong. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, then, and then the redhead is that job. That's Raw Dong. <laughs> that got me. All right. Uh, All right. Let's board whole, this thing. Whole Dong family. Jesse, Jesse, if you don't have inspiration already, you can have it now. <laughs> Yay! Do <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. I, I form a mouthful to say uh, it is quite possible that uh, that damage was brought about by plasmoids eating the ship. Mm. Flapjack lets you guys know he, he can talk to you with his telepathy? Yeah. Um, that uh, he isn't able to to tell to sense anything um, on the ship, which is strange. But it's probably because of, it's a nautiloid, you know, and the mind flayers have all the telepathy stuff going on too. Mm. But uh, he can normally through his, through the spell jamming helm, he can use his advanced telepathy to to like tell if there are sentient beings on board. But he can't do that with this one. So um, he All also, right. by the way, uh, offered to teach any of you who would like to learn and are proficient in Arcana how to work the spell jamming helm at some point. Ooh, well, I oh. am proficient in space vehicles. Uh, just uh, Arcana. I am proficient in Arcana and would love to learn that. I've got the space vehicles and no Arcana too. <clears throat> Yeah, it's it's basically you have to be able to cast, you know, be an arcane spellcaster. To, uh, mm. Oh, to well, I can cast spells. I do not know uh, this arcana. I have not met her. All right. So, yeah, so um, she has Flapjack bring the ship along beside, alongside the vessel, so it'll be easy to jump across and board. Um, right now, Dong Dong's taking the form of a big burly guy with a beard. Mm. Huh. He must be going to a family reunion. Maybe. Right. She uh, she asks you guys if you're comfortable being the boarding party. Uh, you can, of course, keep any any treasure you find, but if you find any parts or anything that would help her ship, she would appreciate that. Of course. Absolutely. Scary dagger lady. We will, of course, bring back anything we can to repair the ship that yes. our friend, robot friend over here, set on fire. Well, to be fair, is our robot friend's robot. I just see robots. I don't see, you know, differences. 
tears I'm of robots. I'm uncertain how your comments uh, would make the captain like us better, friend. <laughs> this one? Me? Yes. You can't trust a burly guy with a beard. Hmm. Which part is it that you don't trust? The burliness or the beard? Beard's okay. Okay. All right, so who's going to lead the boarding party? I will. All right, as the uh, the ship begins to... <clears throat> what is her ship's name? Hold on, let me check. Wasn't it the Spelljammer? No. The Spelljammer was an enormous ship. The Moon Dancer. Moon Dancer. That's it. You see, I knew it rhymed with Spelljammer. Um, as it uh, is coming in close enough for you to be able to get to it, you see a young man waving his arms on the battle prow of the Nautiloid. He appears to be in blood-stained clothing. Looks like he's waving for help. Mm. Your eyes on the swivel, yes. boys, I say as I put my eyes up on the swivel. Nice. All right. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Um, At that point, the uh, the ship gets close enough, and Captain Captain Sartell says, "Well, I guess uh, you could start by talking to that young fellow." Yes. Should we just launch ourselves straight at the ship, or is there a grappling hook, or there's uh, yeah? So he's he's got the ships right next to each other, so the gravity planes are aligned, um, so they can just throw a. A board across to the battle prow, and you can walk. Okay, just like it was right, real gravity. Walk across there with my battle axe hefted over my shoulder. All right, let's switch you over to the Nautiloid map. Here. So is Malur time just going to hang back? Yeah, he's he's swabbing the deck. He said he didn't feel comfortable. On a Nautiloid ship. He had a brother that got eaten on one of those. It happens. Alright, so I'm going to drop you guys onto the battle prowl. really just want to stay behind and get drunk. Or Where is... Yeah, put my VSC in this thing. Torques. Yeah. Alright. And then, so this is the battle prowl. You can, uh, there are stairs down to go to the battle deck and all that stuff. I think you need to move our ribbon over. Uh, I'll do that. I wish ah, this one actually had all the tokens and everything on it like they normally, oh wait. They do have the tokens already on it. I picked the wrong one. Hold your water, fellas. We're on the, we're on the wrong deck. Well, <clears throat> they have a, a two copies of the map, and one of them is is for the derelict one. And one of them is like a regular one if you use it. That makes sense. Uh, gotcha. All right, here we go. So uh, this young man is represented by the token. He says, I can't, oh, I can't see anything. It's all black. Well, yeah, you'll see it in a sec. I'm dragging everybody over. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
uh, <clears throat> says, uh, as you land, he says, oh, oh, thank you for coming over. Uh, my name is Benito. Uh, uh, some of my friends are still hurt below. Most of them are dead, but could you help us? Did you and your friends do this to the ship? Well, um, sort of. Um, you see, uh, this actually uh, was our ship. We had taken it over, and uh, we were attacked by some Niyogi. You ever heard of Niyogi? Are those like the little delicious potato pastas? No, no. These are the creepy, like, uh, monkey eel uh, spider people. Are you I sure? Prefer the, I prefer the soup. Yeah. Yeah, they've got, like, necks, like, long necks with bitey teeth and spider bodies, and they can take control of you, make you do things. Are there so, any left? Wait, like, you could be under their control right now, and we wouldn't know it? Um, I mean, I would know it. <clears throat> if you're not a monkey thrall. Um, please come help my friends. Would you like to hear about our lord and savior, Kagan? <laughs> What do you do? You like bananas? I mean, I, I don't know. I, guess, I, I, apologize, I apologize for no. Everyone. Wait, no. Let him answer the question. Do you like bananas? All right. Are we even certain that the plasmoid can actually speak? I have a mouth hole right now. Yes, but do you have vocal cords? I express my voice through. Uh, funneling air through different you know what it's just not worth talking about <sighs> so do we get the uh indication that this guy's telling us the truth ooh 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 we can make a roll for that there's a roll for in. that I can make insight checks yeah <clears throat> there's a roll for that I feel See like how we should let our um, we are today our communication droid do some of the negotiating and talking. Well, uh, that's that's what you guys get for putting me in front. No one put you in front, dong dong. I said I was going first, and nobody said otherwise. But you've been very talkative tonight because I have a mouth hole tonight. I I think you might have absorbed some children's energy, and now it's overflowing. That sounds creepy. Um, <laughs> anyway, a little. So is uh, is is Benito uh, a human? Yes. Okay. I think I think he's just fine, and I agree with him that bananas are just meh. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, I'm not I'm not feeling very insightful with my five. Oh, I didn't roll because it's kind of hoping one of y'all would pull it off. There you ah, go. that's us. Colonel You have the best insight, Jesse, out of everybody. Like a plus six. It's actually really good. Uh, yeah. I'm wise. Uh, or, you know, I'm a hunter. So, um, he's, some of the stuff he's saying is true. Some of it's, he's not being entirely truthful, you can tell. Mm. Uh, I say shoot him. You're pretty sure. You're pretty sure that uh, the Neogi or whatever, some you know, did attack, but uh, you're not sure that like he actually owns the ship. You know, this may not really be his ship. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he could have been, he could have been, you know, a slave or another salvager that got stuck here or anything else. All right. All right. I issue, <clears throat> uh, I, well, I guess uh, I, I don't really understand. So I'm just going to follow yeah. you all's lead. So what did he ask us to do again? To Help come down to set some of his friends aren't dead. They're stuck hurt. They could use some healing. Well, Benito, since we don't know you from anyone else, and I have a thing for not trusting space pirates, why don't you lead the way at gunpoint? Um, okay. I could summon my army of gorillas. Let's go. All right. Uh, he says this this way. Starts walking down the stairs. Everyone, arm yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna have my gorilla spell ready. I've always got my fizzle stick. Fizzle. All right. All right. So we'll let Benito <clears throat> lead us, and all right. So this is the battle prowl. I'll walk down to the battle deck. Um, as I walk past this ballista, does it appear to be in functioning condition? Would it yeah, be it's, salvaged? No, nah, it's been smushified at some point. Milford. Unfortunate. <clears throat> I hate to do right, it, guys, so... but I gotta go. Uh... That's okay. Gorilla spell immediately when there's an enemy. That's okay. my only request. All right. Fair enough. Who's, who's following him first down the stairs? Dong dong without a mouth hole. All right. Um, you're going to get to so, make those decisions. So there you go, dong dong. You're going on the stairs. Colonel Spicy Brown Mustard says so. So does someone want to play uh, Gus, or do you want to have Gus just walk walk back over to the other ship? Yeah, yeah let's oh. just have him go back. You don't want to have Gus just stay up I top? Want, I want an army of gorillas. I kind of want to see that. Just have Gus stay up top. Like, we'll go down. Gus, you watch our back. We'll go down. Be ready. Yeah, he, he only says Gus Gus when he's not here. So I like that. All right. Cinderella reference. That's right. All right, and you can pull Rafe across, right? Yeah. Works. Okay. Okay. He says, "Here's the lovely battle deck. It's uh, you know everything's broken. You see the mangonel here has been mangled as well. Um, Unfortunate." How long ago were you attacked? Um, it was, I don't know, you know, it's hard to tell in wild space. Uh, a day, maybe? So you've been adrift <clears throat> for a day with everyone injured, so they just attacked and left? We were able to uh, attack them back enough to make them them uh, leave. But they had, you know, they killed some of us, took, took some away, and... Uh, I think they pretty much got everything they wanted, honestly, including our spell jamming helm. Wasn't much left for them to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Which, which direction does he look to be taking us? Uh, towards the stairs. He tells you right his friends. His friends are on the bridge deck below. Yep. So uh, in this room, you see the splintered remains of a mangonel. Plus on the forward deck, uh, strewn around with piles of ammunition. So there's ammunition. If you wanted extra ammo, take back. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, there's a few clusters of manganel stones. There's stacks of ballista bolts. Uh, you could kind of yeah, we'll maybe four, forty of each if you wanted to take them with you. Yeah, can I fit those in my bag of holding? Um, you'll probably get about half of that stuff in there. But I mean, it's not it's not far from the top. You could have. Why don't you have yeah, Gus can... uh, get it? Oh, we can okay. Get the stuff on our way out. Yeah, we can. That works. All right, do you want you want to have Gus working on it while y'all go on down, or do you want to uh, just wait? Nah, sure, Gus. Yeah, Gus can do it. Down. He can summon his gorilla friend, and they can start <clears> hauling it. All right. All right. So he'll start doing that, and um, you guys can look through the manganel for parts later as well, if you want to. Yeah. First, let's go find these wounded <clears throat> crewmates. All right. Lead the way, Benito. It's it's Benito, but it's fine. I say Benito sometimes. It sounds better. I think I think maybe this these go up. What do y'all think? I don't know. Maybe it's down. It's hard to tell with these nautiloids. Yeah. It looks like one's going up and one's going down. It looks like they're not the same. Yeah, that's well, definitely not, not the same. You would think the arrows would point in the direction they go. Yeah, that would make sense. I don't know. I'd have to look at the side view. I'm not really that interested in it right now. Yeah. Just pick one. Let's see. All right, so you guys came in on the bridge deck. Oh, on the battle prow. Battle prow. You went up to the battle deck, and now you're going up to the bridge deck. Okay, so these are up. Right. Dong Dong's going first still. Torx. Colonel Mastarde. All right. <clears throat> so, yes, they're, they're right through here. He, he uh, comes up the stairs and turns around to walk towards the front of the uh, bridge deck. I don't see anybody. Um, so this room, let me read the description. I believe there is one. The Nautiloid's bridge has a high ceiling. Stairs ascend to a forward observation deck. And towards the stern are uh, ladder climbs to the top of the balcony. Um, so you can actually see out through here, uh, there's sort of windowish kind of doors. You can see three broken ballistas out there. Ooh, um, I need to check those out. Yeah, all the so all of the doors, by the way, um, look like sphincters. Say so uh, what? Yeah, uh, whenever he gets close to one of the doors, it kind of like uh, opens up from you know from the center out, and then after you guys go through, it closes back. Uh, it's kind of weird looking when it. Opens and closes. Does it say what? Say what? No, it just it makes like a weird fleshy sound. Oh. And I was lied to when I was a <clears throat> child. That's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, it is a little disturbing. All right. All right. Um, and as you uh, come out from around there, uh, 
We're looking, there's these two flights of stairs here that go up to the observation deck, slash command deck or whatever. Uh, observation deck, yeah, and then to the command deck. This thing keeps going up and up. Anyway, uh, you see movement underneath each of those and uh, these and four disturbing worm-like creatures come at you with uh, initiative in mind. Oh, Benito. Benito, are these your friends? He uh, makes weird gurgly sounds himself. Oh, no. Sweet. Okay. Um, yeah, so these things, let me see if I have a handout for them. I do. Um, they are, I don't even know, some of the weirdest looking creatures you've ever seen. Um, they have six near hoof-like feet with on top of a worm body with two extra appendages that are like three-fingered hands. Have kind of a bristly, hairy body with just like a giant circular mouth opening in the front. At least they're not naked. Uh, actually, these are all butt naked, probably. Oh, yeah. Benito has clothes on, or Benito, or however you want to say his name. <clears throat> but uh, everyone else, yes. Is uh, pretty much naked. For sure. All right, so we will roll initiative for everyone. Looks like Dong Dong and the Colonel are already on top of that. Everyone to arms. The thrall has clearly led us to a trap. Uh, These things are very whispery. One of these days I'll come in and, and turn off the whispering for all the stuff we're going to use before the session starts. Mm-hmm. Not today. Not, not today. Today is not that day. All right. Has everyone rolled? I believe so. All right. Look at that. We actually have one of the creatures that isn't going in a row. Hey! That's unusual. All right, Dong Dong, what you gonna do? Hmm. I've thought about it, and I've thought about it. I think I'm going to rage. Rage. Oh, it's nice when the barbarian rolls the highest initiative. Right. Mouth. My mouth disappears. It's, you know, pulse with a scarlet red light and claws sprout out of my hands. You know, it's kind of a disturbing thrumming bass sound from my body. Right. Now I'm trying to decide if I should kill uh, Benito or one of these worm things. 
Mm, maybe mm. leave the. Was he armed? He is armed. He is. Yep. He has a uh, dagger. And plus his arms. I mean, they might lose my control over him if we... Or if they weren't my controlling him. I don't know. I'll just attack one of the worm things. That's that's fine. Beast Claws of Fury. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing you're attacking one of the southern... Yeah, features. sorry. Yeah, this, this guy. All right. Yep. Uh, you uh, try to attack him, but he definitely dodges out of the way with a strange, really strange body. All right, try again. That second, a second swing is uh, he's not quite as capable of of avoiding that one. And you slice into him. He makes a strange, ululating hiss. All right, and I'm reducing his speed. Uh, 10 feet until the start of my next turn. All right. And then I'll go again. 25 for 5. All right. And that is your what attack? It's not. Is that your bonus action attack? No. Yeah. No, it's. um... So, yeah. So I get. I get what. Three attacks like normal, and then a th- fourth attack with, with the uh, offhand. Offhand. Okay, so you get what? How do you get three attacks? And you have so, extra attack. So he's got his main attack, right? And the bestial claw ability. When you make an attack, you can make a second attack right. <clears throat> with the same claw, and then um, he can I have make my extra attack. Extra attack. Barbarian. Which is his third, and then his fourth attack would be a dual wielded f- bonus action, but without unless he has a dual wield feat. No, I don't. Without, without the strength modifier on it. Yeah, right. I've got that one. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, that's that's the the advantage of the claw thing. Yeah. Yeah. Your third attack, attack also hits him. Yeah. All right, and then coming with the last one. Ooh, Ooh not so great. Yeah. Was a good damage roll though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, six on a D six. That's mm-hmm. almost as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Those are all shit damage there on the those. Uh, anyway, okay. There's a flurry of stabby appendages. It's yeah, uh, it's... you. You strangely look a lot like these things. You <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are raging. I am raging. You. Uh... Okay. Anything else for Dong Dong? No, no, it's it's plenty for now. All right, Colonel. All right, I will Hunter's Mark that one with my bonus action. All right, the one next to the one that's been attacked by. Yeah, Dong next Dong. to the snail. All right, get the slow one. All right, and I will fire off a musket shot at him. 24 for 20. Oh, man. 
That was yeah. a good one. That hits him. It's a big old hole in him. Uh, strange fluids and gases begin to uh, seep from his body. And then I'll spit some powder in my musket, light it with my pipe, and fire again at him with my extra attack. But the uh, hunter's mark was not on that one, sorry. So it's 17 sure. for 14. 17 hits. Do 14 more damage to him. Torx mm-hmm. uh, is finally getting this thing figured out. Yeah, see, he's got the musket dialed in. And so I will use my horde breaker ability to attack the snail one. Okay. 11 for 7. Oh. Right, yeah, the 11 will miss, but the uh, the one you shot twice is looking like he's, uh, he's seen much better days. For certain. Get in the fight, lads. We've got these worm bastards. Right. Um, the creature up here just to the north of Torx um, attempts to attack him. Um, it tries to, it opens its giant maw and tries to just like bite off a piece of his metallic body. And eight to hit is probably going to miss. And then he claws with his two claw thingies at him as well. A 16 and a 19 to hit. The 19 would hit. I'm going to use my reaction to shield. All right, so that blocks the six damage from that. Yeah. So I've got a shield until the end of my next turn. All right, and then it is your turn. All right. Uh, I, I uh, say something in Gnomish to the little guy, and we focus fire uh, on the guy that's injured to the south. So let me take off that spell or the shield. And then uh, I'm going to just point my fizzle stick and fire. I always have trouble remembering this. Do you have you have disadvantage on the spell attack since you're in melee? Uh, it's only if I'm targeting somebody within five feet, I think. Yeah, I always have trouble remembering if it's just if you're in melee at all or if you're targeting that one. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. If you want me to check that, I can. Yeah, I think it's if you're in melee at all. I got the fizzle stick. I know if I can hit once, I can hit twice. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, okay, so range attacks have a disadvantage if you're next to an opponent. Yeah. Okay, so, well then I won't do that. Uh, what I'll do instead is I will drop a shatter. Um, and I'll drop it right in there. So it should hit both of those guys. All right. So they do a, they do a con save. They take 11 thunder damage. They fail. 
um, it, actually 19 because that that arcane firearm. It's because I'm using my firearm as a spell focus. Oh, okay. So it adds to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, yep. All right. You notice that uh, it also busts up this part of the deck right here, and the ship kind of the entire ship groans when that happens. It takes 19 damage. Um, you realize this ship isn't in that great of shape. Right. We definitely don't want to put a hole in the hole. They both fell. Um, so this this one that's uh, took the two musket shots dies. Nice. The other one takes the 19 damage. He looks like he's in bad shape as well now. All right. And then with my bonus action, Rafe is going to fire at him with disadvantage, I guess. All right. An 18 for 18. Definitely going to hit. Push him. And yeah, he gets pushed five feet away from Rafe. Oh, that's called a, I remember now, force cannon. Yep. He just kind of bounces off the wall there. All right. Yeah, there's a pulse. All right. Then uh, Benoto says, Oh no, we're being attacked. <laughs> and then, then uh, he looks over at, at uh, you, Colonel Mustard, and just makes a fist, and you need to make a wisdom save. Oh. Oh, this guy. Oof, that is not good. <clears throat> oh, you fail. You take. Uh, Simple roll it. That won't help, of course. Uh, only seven damage. Okay. That could have been worse. Seven psychic damage is uh, your your mind is feels like it's being crushed inside your skull. All right, and then uh, the two other remaining of these things attack. Uh, first, the one that's almost dead down here, it uh, tries to do the same thing to uh, Dong Dong. It uh, it just kind of swivels towards you and makes some sort of a a weird like subsonic sound. Dong Dong, you need to make a wisdom save. Okay. Sixteen. 16, you succeed, so you only take uh, two damage. And kind of, what kind of just like oh, psychic wait. damage? Hold on, I only rolled 1d8. It is, it is psychic damage. Uh, Alright, six, it's six psychic. Six total psychic damage. One of the things I don't have resistance to. Not happy about that. Why did I even rage? <laughs> And then um, the one right next to you, Torx, does the same thing to you. It's a wisdom save. All right. It's not sure if you have a brain or not, but it's going to try and crush it. A 19. All right, so you save. Um, so, so <laughs> that's, 
That's 17 damage, but I take half, so that's uh, it's only 8. Yeah. Ouch. Doesn't the rage give you a plus to damage, Matt? Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Plus 2, I think. You didn't, you didn't have that clicked on, brother. I didn't do that the whole time, yeah. It makes you feel any better. It would not have killed the one, but uh, it's still standing. Yeah. Well, sort of. I'm glad I been, passed that wisdom save on that would've one. Would have been, been yeah. four more damage, though, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Got to close All right. Up. Dong, dong. There's right. uh, brain crushers everywhere. No, no. I attacked the one that just tried to crush my brain. Happy about right. that. Yeah. There we go. Twenty-four for seven, and you kill him. Rawr. Dead. I'll shift up to here and attack the one in front of Torx. Seventeen for nine. Seventeen will hit. Go for another one. Ah, 11. Sucks. Little mess. And then my bonus one. Ah. That's my down, down, down. Yeah, it's all right. Hmm. All right, well, you still took one out and hurt a second one. Yeah. Anything else for Eldongo? Uh, This, the one I hit up here is slowed by 10 feet. old drop foot. Yep. The drop hoof. <clears throat> okay, let's start a... I will bonus action the hunter's mark to Benito. Uh-oh. I'll no, teach do you to he can stab me all crush, he wants. It's fine. Crush my brain. Oh, he Benito also did the, did oh, the did? brain crush, yeah. Mm-hmm. He brain crushed me. I'll take aim with my musket. Oof, an eleven. He dodges behind Dong Dong. You do have that uh that uh inspiration. That's true. I'll just use my second attack first. Ugh. 15. Fifteen is that's gonna hit. Yes. Nineteen damage is quite a bit. Um is there anyone within five feet of him? Dong yeah. dong. Oh, an enemy though? No. Yeah. No enemies? No. Nope. You can look. Dong dong looks a lot like the Serlons. It is up to you. <laughs> it's a you decision. I mean, dong looks red... nothing like that right now. Dong dong looks like a burly he's... man with a with a beard. Okay, he looks, looks a lot like, like Minoto then. He claws coming out of his hands. That's <laughs> like a giant red gumby with a lot of spiky arms poking people. Yeah, I mean, he does this. Yeah, he has spikes protruding all over his body. That's true. Um, that's that's all I can do. All right, I am done. Um, this other creature up here is uh, going to try and brain smush Dong Dong. Why Dong Dong? Oh, he sees you killing everybody. He's like, that's not cool. Not cool at all. Well, I killed as many people as the hippo. So, yeah, it's a wisdom save. Well, he can't really see the, the hippo from here. 
12. But if he it's could, a failure, yeah. but I rolled double once, so it's only five damage. I'm just really angry that this is psychic damage and I can't have it. <laughs> well, uh, um, Torx took half damage and still took more than five. Yeah, I did. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I just, you know. Yeah. I get it. All right. Dorkamata. I mean, bludgeoning, stabbing, slashing, poison, acid, any of those would be fine. I'll do all those damage to you at some point. Don't you worry. <laughs> In one turn. <laughs> and I'll only take half. All right. It'll be so like my... some kind of prismatic spray breath weapon that hits you for all damage types. <laughs> all right. So I, uh, I, I tell Rafe, we should uh, back away so that we can fire better. So we step down, and I know that'll trigger attacks of opportunity. Yeah, um, he's going to try to bite one of you. Uh, bite against Torx is an 11. It's a miss. Uh, a bite against Rafe is a 23. That hits. But I rolled a 1 on the damage die again, so that's only 3 damage. All right, and which one bit him? Was it this one? Yeah, All right. the non-slow one. Well, we'll fire at that one then. So I'm going to twirl my fizzle stick around and firebolt him in the face if I can. Dude, I mean, he sort of has, he has a mouth on the sort of face. <laughs> well, if he's biting. Yeah, so I said he has a mouth, but not I mean, I guess you could call that his face. All right, so that's a 26 for 18, and then Rafe rolls a 23 for 6. So. And, and that's it for me. All right, he is bloodied. Go back you know, to Araxis. We've always used bloodied in this edition, but it's not even a real thing in 5th edition. No, but it does. I mean, it, it communicates. Sorry. You know, when a yeah. creature's injured. Yeah. It, it was one of the good things in 4th edition they should have gotten rid of, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I, I get... I mean, I understand why they had, like, abilities that triggered when they were bloodied. Yep, that's true. All right. Um, Benoto is, is hurt. He's uh, not sure what to do. There's a giant red gummy bear type thing in front of him. He's going to try and he's going to try and socket crush that one. So it's a yet another wisdom save, Matt. Failed. Ooh. This time you're going to take 16 psychic crushing damage. Ouch. Uh, hang in there, dong dong. It's getting really old, really dong, fast. Dong. you got to stop failing those... Uh... Saves. I've got a minus one. <laughs> he does have minus one. All right. And then the slow one is going to try and mind squish Torx. All right. Another, another wisdom save. Rolled a 15. Succeed again. Good <laughs> lord. I know it would have been 15 damage, so you only take seven. Only. That's a new round for Dong Dong. Uh, Dong Dong's really mad. 
<sighs> 18 for 11 on that one up here that I was hitting last time. Nice. Oh, yeah, that hits him. Uh, He's still uh, slowed again. All right. 24 for 8. Nice. Yeah, you're just chipping away at this guy. He is bloodied now. Death by a million cuts. 19 for 10. <laughs> yeah, hits him too. Nice. He's still standing, or whatever it is he does. 22 for 7. That would just be 5, right? Yeah, well, no. Well, that'd be, oh, you rolled a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he still gets three damage. Yeah. That's exactly how many hit points he had left. He goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! <clears throat> Raise my, I assume, bloody claws above my head and shake them furiously. Yeah, they've got some kind of like green gelatinous stuff that doesn't want to come off on them. So it's, uh, it's. I'll just absorb gross. it into my body. No, it feels. Yeah. It feels like uh, anxious and, and smells blue. I'm not really sure what's going on with it. <laughs> Don't absorb it. That'd be like right. licking the bathtub at a meth lab. <laughs> I'm done for now. All right. Mustardi. Oh, Benito. Oh, save my friends, he says. <laughs> Starting we need, with you. We need your flesh to keep us alive. He ducks behind Dong Dong again. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration on that roll. Uh, so really? we'll, keep, okay. we'll keep the... What, you don't want me to? All right, fine. I mean, you, you can. You, can, you totally can. Okay. 21 for 19 damage. All right, was that your inspiration? That was the inspiration. All right. So the you... original damage. You blow a hole straight through Bonotto's uh, face and like green gelatinous squishy stuff just splatters dong dong just all over him. And Bonotto collapses. Uh, he was really just like a, a fleshy human suit with, a, with one of those things inside of it. Oh, I've it, seen these before, fellas. This kind of stuff is specifically why I don't have a mouth hole during battle. <laughs> I'll step forward and use my extra attack on the other nasty-looking thing All right. without Hunter's Mark. Well, I can move Hunter's Mark with my bonus action, but I can't use the attack. So, 12 for 7. That's going to miss him. Darn it. All right. The last one of these things standing goes... <laughs> And, That's uh, my line. And uh, yeah, you uh, you feel its words hit you in your uh, brain juices, dong dong. Well, I'd say I failed that one. Oh, shit, I won. Yeah, <laughs> and you take thirteen psychic damage right in the brain juice. You're really taking a beating from these psychic damaging guys. Yeah, it's not fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Torquemada. Uh, I say to Rafe, focus fire. So, firebolt from the fizzle stick. 15 or 21. Sorry, that not for 14. Oh. oh, okay. Never mind. It doesn't okay. kill her. 21 damage was a lot. <laughs> no, it's 14 damage. Sorry. Uh, and right. then Rafe fires 
Oh, he only gets a 12. Yeah, misses. This guy is obviously hurt and obviously seven or so-ish more hit points. So kill him <laughs> because you, you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, wow, Dong Dong, it's your turn again. I got the fizzle stick. I know if I can hit once, I can Go hit five times. Carnage mode. All right, you you kill him with that first attack, but feel free to keep attacking. Yes, yeah. just just stab away. Just chop suey. Oh yeah, another hit. A critical. No, a critical. Hit. <laughs> <laughs> His corpse is just destroyed. Just stab, 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 stab. <clears throat> I look like a, I look like a Christmas tree. Green flecked all over the red. You see, like That's this true. weird grin come across the back of Dong Dong's head. <laughs> the back of it, yeah. like a grin. Stab, uh. stab, 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 stab. Mm. Well, Torx, why don't you interrogate the uh, Benito while we search the rest of the cabin area here? I think he's dead. The, the, a dead Bonoto yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> and I can go check his corpse. <clears throat> yeah. I guess that's what he meant. Wearing it like a husk from Men in Black 1. I'm just going to kick this door down. I'm so mad. Okay, yeah. It doesn't want to open because it's, it's one of those uh, fleshy things. Thinkers. You get. Oh, I was going to say something. You. You, uh, <laughs> you rub it with that green jelly stuff for a while and it eventually uh, slides open. Oh, God. <laughs> you must lubricate it, Dong Dongs. Well, I mean, I am amorphous, so as long as there was, like, really any kind of opening, I could just, like, oh, yeah. run That's through true. there. That is yeah. the cool thing about the... You slowly spaghetti, spaghetti your way through it. Yeah. <laughs> I get through with a... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and none of the rest of you can ever eat uh, any kind of pasta the rest of your days. Uh, Yuck. All right. Uh, so when I check the, the corpses, do I find anything? Uh, no. no. They're just disturbing, gross, aberrant creatures. Okay. With disturbing, gross, aberrant bodies. Mm, would I know what these kind of creatures are? Look at these like ballista trophy hunting purposes. Um, yeah, you might you might know. Um, you can make me some kind of a check. Definitely, definitely not a nature check. These things are not natural. Mm. Like a wild space check. I don't have a, <laughs> don't have a wild space check. Uh, Just got a survival insight. Yeah, you, can, you can make me a survival check. All right. I don't know what these worm punks are. Can I try one as well? I do! Check your database. I know what they are. Yeah, and uh, you could also make a arcana check. A spaghetti a tendril back through the sphincter and open up a mouth hole to say, I know what these things are. Okay. (laughs) If that roll could have been an arcana check, that would have been an 18 for me. So... So you both kind of have some idea what these are. They are Surlons with a P at the front. P-S-U-R-L-O-N. Surlons. These are Surloins. (laughs) (laughs) 
They are malevolent, worm-like creatures that live on the astral plane. They grow up to seven feet long. They're delicious, but they have worms. <laughs> Gross. So you gotta uh, cook them well done. They are known to work with mind flayers, um, which might explain their presence here on this ship. Mm. Uh, the lithids normally devour the brains, and the sirlons eat everything else. Mm. Yeah. Gross. It's efficient. Um, We've got a 19 and an 18. Between the two of you, uh, you know this, that when a a Sirlon dies, uh, the other Sirlons in their group uh, place eggs in the the corpse. And then uh, when all the eggs hatch, they feed on each other until there's only one left. Ew. We need to burn these bodies. We need to set this whole ship on fire. Well, um, yeah, you don't have to necessarily worry about these bodies so much unless there's living Sirlons. Oh, okay, eggs. okay. They're not already. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. They're not already infested with their own eggs. It's just. Okay, yeah, yeah. My one's still burning body. <laughs> anyway, so there's some <clears throat> ballista out here. And they can do things like cast disguise self to make themselves look like other creatures. Bastard. So if I come out here to look at these uh, ballista, do any of these look like they might have parts that could repair the damaged one? They do not. These things are totally demolished. These are in rough shape. Somebody was quite thorough in their destruction of this nautiloid ship. Anywhere else we haven't gone? Um, Yeah, there's plenty of places you still haven't gone here. The ship. Um, there's a uh, a room back this way. There's a door. Um, the ladder to the observation deck is right here. And then, of course, there are lower levels you haven't haven't seen as well. Do you want to go to the <clears throat> observation deck first? Uh, sure. Let me just guzzle a, a potion of healing first. Yeah, I'm going to cast mending on myself and activate self repair protocols. Uh, can 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 Gus Gus come down and do a heal heal? He doesn't heal heal. Damn it, yeah, Gus Gus doesn't know how to do that. Oh, that was a terrible call. That was a two on. Oh, that was terrible too. You rolled a two. You're on a D12. That's even worse. I'm going to do another one. But you get an extra D4, Matt, because you're using a healing potion. Yeah. Seven hit points instead of five. All right. I'm feeling well enough to continue now. All right, so you're going to go and open this door back here, Dong Dong? Yeah. Are you going to go through the doors, or are we going to Is it a sphincter door? It is. All doors are. Why don't we just take, like, drag one of these corpses with us to have it open the door? It appears that uh, that doesn't work. You you think, uh, or rather, uh, Torx thinks that telepathy is required to Mm. control the doors. Gotcha. Well, the ship is pretty much picked over. 
So oh, this door won't, this door won't open. Yeah, you, you can get it open. It just takes a minute to work okay. on. Okay. Opens up to a room that is. Excuse me. Looks like it was originally like the the Captain Elithid's quarters, but uh, it's been every single bit of it's been tossed or destroyed at this point. Useless. All right, let's go up these stairs. All right, there's a, there's also a ladder here that goes up to oh, yeah. the command Do deck that. and the observation deck. Yeah, let's go up there. Yeah, let's do the observation deck. All right. Uh, and these, I believe these, uh, these smaller stairs here, I can't think of the word stairs, also go up to the uh, observation deck. Like there's two sides of it, sort of. Oh, okay. So some of you can go one way and some of you can go the other if you'd like. Yeah, I'll go up this uh, northern set of stairs. And Rafe. All right. Okay. All right. So you come out. Right climb here. up the ladder like a slinky in reverse. Okay. All right. That's weird. And uh, are you going to go up the other stairs, Colonel? Yeah. Okay. So you come out right there. So. See anything up here? Oh, there's more ladders. Yeah, there's another ladder that goes up to the command deck. Um, but you know, let me kind of read the descriptions to you here. This is uh, you're standing on the observation platform, so you can actually see uh, your ship sitting out there from here really easily. Torx and Colonel Mustard, and then Doom Dong Dong. This looks to you being on another ship. Uh, <clears throat> uh, like where the whoever was. Steering the ship would be lying on the floor of this raised platform, and is the headless body of a mind flayer. Um, yeah, the stench of the rotting corpse is unpleasant to say the least. The dead mind flayer lies in an otherwise open space where you imagine the ship's helm used to be. So it looks like uh, Benoto wasn't lying about the spell jamming helm being stolen. What would you like to do, Dong Dong and friends? Well, I mean, if there's, uh, I, I, we should check out the corpse for one thing. Yeah, I guess I'll nudge the corpse with one of my with my uh, great axe. Okay, all right. Give me a perception check. If I spot any eggs, so I'm going to scream for fire. Ooh. Critical perception. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, when you nudge the corpse, you see uh, something shiny underneath it. Okay. I guess I'll roll it over with my axe then. Okay. Sure enough, there's a little gem down there. Little gem. So, extend my little pseudopod and lift it up. Okay, it is a vibrant purple Prism. Um, it glows and, and almost floats out of your hand when you pick it up. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Wrap it up real good. Okay. 
I'll just absorb it into my body for now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you tell them you found it for yeah. safekeeping. All right. I kind of show them. I just, you know, extend a pseudopod out the side of my head. All right. You can make an arcana check when you see that if you want to, Torx. Okay, I was going to say Torx. You know what that is? Yeah, I can also cast uh, Identify as a ritual if we need to. A 17. A 17? You think that might be some sort of ion stone? What? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's definitely worth investigating then. Uh, should we stop? Do you guys want to take 10 minutes? Or I can do that while you guys continue to explore. I'll climb this other ladder. I would I would wait and do the ritual until we're back on the moon dancer. Okay. All right, Dong Dong, you're going up the ladder? Yeah, I'll climb that other ladder. All right. Uh, if you fellas want to follow me, you have to go back down and across and take that other ladder. Uh, you plop okay. out. On what appears to be the command deck, Dong Dong. All right, so we have to go back down the stairs. Back here. Uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Dong Dong, you see an impressive chair is posed at the end of a catwalk so its yeah. occupant can look down onto the bridge floor. Green glowing maggots crawl over the chair's current occupant, a headless mind flayer corpse. Green glowing maggots, huh? Yeah. Like kind of like those worm things? No. Is that where we are ah, now? Maybe. No, you guys have to go up the uh this ladder right here to get up there with him. Oh, okay. I need That's some fire. fire. I've got an explorer's pack. Oh, like, like, fire! Like, I could, I, I got fire. Yeah, why don't you burn that corpse? Well, knock it out of the chair. I'll knock it out of the chair first with my axe, and then let them burn it. Um, I mean, do these? Uh, you said the the maggots are glowing. Uh, can I take a look at them? See if they are reacting in any way. They appear to be slowly devouring the flesh of the headless mind player. Gotcha. Like the little right. baby worm things. Yeah, let, let's burn this sucker. All right, I'll knock right. it out of the chair. I'm All right. On fire. We knock it out of the chair and the maggots go nuts. Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah, such is the life of an adventurer. Here, just let you burn it. I don't want to burn the chair. Uh, let's see. Oh man, we're gonna need Put area on. effect stuff on this. Right. I'm imagining. All right. Initiative. You guys all get to go first. Probably, probably not have to worry about it. All right, Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Your plan are a bullet at maggots, yeah. Anytime you have to fight 
swarms like that, you can't really hit them. You can, they just take less damage. I'm going to take out my shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess I'll shoot the corpse. All right. I'm sure that's going to make them blow up and go everywhere. (laughs) Should be fun. 21 for 15. Yes. Um, you, you splatter a bunch of maggots all over the place. They go, you know, a bunch of them fly down off the command deck down below, squish oh, on the ground. Hopefully they squish dead. Fire again. Uh, yeah, fire again. I oh, miss. It locks up. Maggot juice somehow got on it from way over there. Oh, locks up no. the musket. Got a misfire, Torx. Got to clean the musket. All right, ding dong, I mean, dong dong. Ding dong. I'm going to tip to uh, smash it with, uh, I guess, the flat of my great axe. All right. Good grief. It's going to miss. Because I'll try again. 14. 14 is going to hit. You smash a bunch of them. 16 damage. Oh, yeah. There's many, many fewer maggots than there were just moments before. Is that it for you? I suppose so. All right, Torx. What you going to do? All right, I'll fire into the swarm with my uh, fizzle stick. All right, it'll be a disadvantage, but... Yep. You're pretty good for this thing anyway. My N11. Oh, an 11 will miss. Uh, and then with my bonus action, Wraith from the back, he should get a normal shot, right? Yeah. 14 for 7. So fire damage. He burns the last of them and they die. Right. Mm. See, they didn't even get to go. Much ado about basically nothing. Thankfully. All right, search the corpse in captain's chair. These are old maggots. All right. Um, yeah, if you guys want to search search the corpse in the chair, just give me a investigation check. Oh. Seventeen for torques. Eleven. Yeah. Yep. Your other two fellows just kind of see some. Some goop and some gross stuff. Uh, um, chair's pretty cool, but it seems detached. Torx, you find a uh, a little button on the armrest. When you press it, a compartment opens up, and a you see a black metal scroll tube. Mm. All right. Clearly, uh, the attackers all... left quite a bit behind. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at that. All right, it, it opens easily, and there is a spell scroll inside. All right. It is a uh, scroll with Wall of Force on it. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let's see, Ooh, I, can, I can show you the spell scroll. This is fun. There you go. Ooh. 
Is it pretty? Uh, fifth level spell. I like that. All right. Um, well, if you guys, if you guys don't mind, I'll hold on to that. Sure, All right, let's head down uh, to the lower levels. Down, climb down, down the ladder. Climb down the ladder again. Let me take. Let me just uh, drag you guys back down to the battle deck, which is kind of where you started earlier. There you go. All right. So, anything else, Danny, that we need to really search? Down below. Well, there's a cargo deck down below and uh, a few rooms and stuff uh, in here. I feel like we're going to... Yeah, there's a room ball. right here. I'm kicking that up. I'm tickling this sphincter. Yeah, you uh, you quickly search through those rooms. They're all kind of empty and destroyed. Yeah. Uh, nothing much there, but you can go... Well, now now I feel gross for tickling these sphincters in like Anglia. We can what, Danny? <laughs> But just as you can go down to the cargo deck, uh, just like by opening this up and hopping down, or then there's the prison deck, which maybe that's the same thing. Let's see. Let's go downstairs. The prison deck is even further down. So there's a cargo deck down below and a prison deck even below that. Go down to the cargo deck. You can you can hop down pretty easily. It's only only ten feet. If you lower yourselves down, it's not first time I've anymore. ever uh, ever tickled a sphincter with my ganglia. All right, and I'll drop you guys down on the cargo deck. Hmm. All right, the cargo hold uh, looks and smells like a slaughterhouse. Bodies lie strewn about the deck, and the floor is stained with blood. Most of the bodies appear to be human, but one is an arachnid form with an eel-like neck and head that lies as motionless as the others. I was carrying, killing about, or kidding about the monkey. That's right. There are. It is a Neogi corpse. You guys recognize it from the description, but Noto gave you. All right. Well, I guess we check the check the bodies and everything. Search around. All right. Um, you can give me uh, investigation checks. Oh, my God. I literally rolled zero. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be AFK for just a minute. Sure. All right. Uh, you notice that all these bodies have circular bite marks. Uh, oh, man. A critical success. Okay. Yep. Uh, you were for certain, Torx, that these bites were made by the Sirlons. Circular oh, no. bites were. Oh, no. Are these uh, things full of eggs? No, you know, they, they lay the eggs in their own corpses. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anybody proficient in medicine? Mm, not dong dong. Okay, well, the you can tell that the freshest corpse is probably the Neogi. You don't know if that's because he you know, died most recently, or just maybe it doesn't uh, putrefy at the same rate as it, the human corpses. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you searching them for uh, 
you know, we're, we're searching the bodies, looking for anything. Okay. You find uh, there's some food. So there's enough food and water in the crates to keep uh, 10 people alive for like five days or so. Uh, there's also several barrels of pickled brains floating in brine. Mm. Mm. I'm not yes. taking any food and water off this thing. Now, on the corpses, you do find some coins, or you hear some coins rattling around when you're when not checking them. Do you want to scrounge all that up? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, you find 23 gold pieces and 117 silver pieces. Loose change. Someone going to write that down, I suppose. Got it. Okay. And also, one of the one of the bodies has a bloodstone ring worth 50 gold pieces. Ooh. Yeah. Fashionable. <laughs> if you have fingers. Right. Okay. Or, or during those times when you have fingers. Yeah, sometimes I have fingers. All right. There's some big double doors uh, to the you know, towards the front of the ship Ooh, there. Can tickle a double sphincter. It's an enormous sphincter. Biggest one you ever did see. And so you have two buttholes, you never go back. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you managed to get the door open. Uh, I've heard all all astral elves have two buttholes. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> just act like two buttholes. And Gith, right. they have three buttholes. All right, there's stairs that go down uh, right to your right there as you walk in. Dong dong. You see stairs mm-hmm. that go up. I'm just gonna tickle this other uh, sphincter first. All right, you see. I guess a door. Okay. You uh, open this door. <clears throat> The door to the forward compartment has been fastened shut with sutures made of ropes and steel hooks, actually, before you oh, open shit. it. Well, maybe we shouldn't open it. Yeah, so if you don't want to open it, that that is a choice you can make. What do you guys think? Should I open it? Yeah, could be prisoners in there. Okay, I'll open it. Okay, I was in the middle of closing it back for you. Shoot, hold on. It's okay. I opened it. I'm okay. sorry. Uh. You cut through it. it takes, it's going to take you about a minute. So you're going to take that time and cut through it. Yep. All right. Cut on it. You hack it, slash it, attacky, tacky, tacky. Uh, let's see. You bust the, uh, finally get the door open, bust it open, and uh, the room. Uh, you actually, uh, as you start opening it up, you hear. Uh, a uh, person in there calling for help. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a, a guy in there. I was right. It was a prisoner. <clears throat> Might be another one of those worm things. In which All right, case, uh, we'll deal with it as we did it the others. All right, so you bust the door open. Everyone is proud of you. Dong, dong. As well, they should be. Yes. Um, let's see here. I see no one else tickling and, these fingers uh, with their ganglia. The door opens up, and the room appears to be empty. There is no one in here. That's strange. 
Can you let's go in and check it out? Perceptify. Feels like a trap. Sure, I'll step in. I'll cover you from the door. See, you step in the room, uh, smells kind of musty and, and gross in here. Um, Hello, I say. Put my mouth hole. Uh, yeah, no response. So I'll try to perceptify. All right, give me a perception check. Oh, not so good. There's there's something over here in this corner at the far far front end of the ship. A little pile of something. Here? Yep. Check it out. That's right there. Nudge it with my battle axe. That, that worked last time. That's <laughs> true, it did. Um, yep, you, you nudge it. And uh, let's see. Uh, you uh, feel breath on your back. No, please uh, don't be a clown. <laughs> and uh, torques from the where you're at there, you see this creature appear as it's trying to tries to bite. Uh, dong dong. All right. Do I have time to yell out a warning? You do not. Just, just uh, watch it happen. I can try to activate your voice box, but it uh, that two milliseconds that it takes for it to spin up isn't you know, it's, it's all the time this thing needs to make an attack. Uh, and it critically succeeds. <laughs> it uh, just bites directly into Dong Dong flesh for twenty three damage. See here. It would be great to have a healer on this mission. Uh, this is what you see. This thing is about uh, eight feet wide with these six legs. Uh, it's like strange uh, bulbous things on its back that look like they have brains inside of them. It's got four red glowing eyes, strange claws, little antennae all over its body. It's, uh, it's disgusting. And everybody can roll initiative. It would be good to have Jesse here. Yeah, he said he was going to let anything that was he fought from hell on out just just win because he was feeling bad. Did he leave right. for real? I thought he just stepped away. Yeah, he said he'd be right back. I can roll initiative for him. Be good. We all know what he's going to do. Right behind Torx. By the way, <clears throat> Dong Dong, I do have cure wounds. Okay. Good to know. I'm probably going to need it. All right. Um, 
You guys almost rolled initiative in the right order. Almost didn't have to do anything. Okay, dong dong. Um, this thing, this thing says, laughs and says, "Delicious." Sort of whispers it to you. Mm. Are you raging? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I got 23 hit points left, so yeah, I'm raging. Alright, I'm going to turn to him and claw him. Oh my f- I'm going to use my inspiration. Alright. That was a critical failure. Yeah. Turn into a hit. 19 for 9. around clawing with my foot. So, oh, I thought I accidentally that's another 19 for 9. I thought it was the same roll. Yeah. It's, you know, it's about a claw out of my butt. Okay. <laughs> Swing at him with that one, too. It's a temporary butt, anyway. <laughs> butt claw for 24 for 10 damage. My gosh! All right, this thing is starting to think maybe you're uh, related to it in some fashion. And then I then I do my little bonus claw. My bonus claw. That's eleven. That's nice. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Torques. Uh, I'm gonna step in, see this huge thing, fire it up with my fizzle stick. Burn it with fire! An 18 for 14. Fire damage. That will hit and damage it. And then I'll step back out, and then Rafe will step in, and he will fire his uh, force cannon. A 25 for 4. And he will step back out. Alright, that's good. Gonna would step in there and take a shot. But he put his hundred mark on it with his bonus action and shoot Let's it. See, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He can't quite get in there. He can go. Why would he be all the way me, back there? Let me double check his speed. His speed is 30. He can't quite get there this round. I don't know. That's where he was standing. I guess I can give him the benefit of the doubt and give him a couple more feet to here. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. Hunter's Mark, shoot. Now let me double check his remaining spells here. Uh, he's Hunter's Mark just the once. He has plenty left. Hunter's Mark again. Man, he's missing it. This is like the big creature in here. I know. All right, he Hunter's Marks it. And we'll auto shooty shoot. Those times. Mark. He just fires his musket. Twenty. And musket is crazy damage. Can you get damage from Hunter's Mark more than once around? I think it's just once around, right? Just once around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that was twenty-one damage plus sixteen damage, though. Wow. Crazy.
That's a bunch. All right, this thing is bloodied. He probably stepped back. Oh, well, no, he couldn't step out. Never mind. He's stuck there. Yeah, yeah. That's what he gets. <clears throat> All right, this thing. It's going to do something. Let's see. It's going to bit the shit out of me. Yeah, he's going to. He's going to do two things. He's going to mind blast you, Dong Dong. Going to make a wisdom save. Uh, uh, or Dong it Dong. Sucks. This is the worst use of a barbarian ever. Fourteen. Fourteen is what you needed, so you did save. So you only take five psychic damage. That's good. He steps or scuttles down, I should say. And he's going to try and bite uh, Colonel Mustard. Yeah, it does hurt. Don't, yeah, don't mess around with that. 21 for 11. I'm guessing that's going to hit. He bit me a lot harder. Well, he had a critical success on you. I know. And then uh, he tries to claw at you once, Matt. Those little clawy claws, 17 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's a hit for two damage. Five, so you just take two. Yep. And then he tries to claw at Colonel Mustard as well. But misses with a seven. All right, Dong Dong. Pissed. Um, do I get advantage from here, or do I need to move over a spot? Uh, you, can, here? you can get blanking if you move up. Blanking, yeah, that's what I meant, sorry. All right, here we go. 19 for 11. I hit some. He's in bad shape. 21 for 9. That kills him. He collapses to the ground and brains just sort of like uh, poop out of his body. Seven of them. Bloop, bloop. Bloop, 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 bloop. That's disgusting. Yeah, it is gross. The sacks on his back just all had brains in some sort of jellied liquid. This thing's gross. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check this thing in the corner. No, it's just a dirty rag. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Take out my great axe and hack this thing a few more times. Oh, yeah. You're, you got so much uh, foreign goop on in your body. Like, uh, Torx doesn't want to say anything because he doesn't want to worry, but there's like foreign things swimming around inside of you. You can expel it all pretty easily. Those are swimming, though. They're living things. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, I can like just like push it all to the outside. Just 
splatter it like a Jackson Pollock. Okay. All right. If that's what you believe, that's fine with me. Pretty sure I can. I can expel things from my body. All right. There's nothing else in here, though. So the only place you haven't gone is down to the prison deck. I thought there was an upstairs. There, there is. Well, this, it'll take you back up to the battle prowl. All right, let's go down to the prison deck then. Dong, dong. That's where. Do you need, do you need organic mending? No, I'm fine. Certain? No, I'm not certain. Hold uh, still. Hold still for a second. I go and press my uh, fizzle stick up against him and cast. There's a lot of foreign organic matter interfering with my central ganglia at the moment. Nine healing. Organic mending. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> a little better. Yeah, a little better. That helped mend up that bite a little bit. Right, so you're going to go down to the prison deck? Yeah. I'm actually feeling better about being a barbarian right now. Because I am all beat up. All right. So there you are. I'm just going to throw forks and mustardate. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll tickle this ganglia over here first. I'll tickle yeah, the sphincter, right. rather. Nope. Uh, so that opens up into a, like a guard post area. That uh, then opens up into a set of empty cells. Let me shift here. There you go. So this room that you op- it opens up into it looks like a guard room, and uh, mm-hmm. there's another door. When you open that up, it looks like it opens, it opens up into a hallway with a, with a bunch of uh, empty cells. But you smell something funky, even from here, coming from this direction. Which, which uh, this door isn't isn't another cell. It's like the jailer's quarters looking. Thing this one over here. Yeah, that's the far door going back towards the back of the ship. I guess I'll open it up then. All the other doors are closed, but you can see in there that they're empty cells. There's a lot more doors down here than I expected. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, uh, another room that's been kind of like once over, but it, it does it is fairly stanky in here. There's a uh, let's see in this room, actually in this hallway that you're in right now, you see there's a rotting corpse of a headless mind flare that lies amid the hacked up corpses of three hulking creatures with blood stained, blood spattered white fur. The condition of the corpses suggests that someone or something has been feeding on them. Damn it. You're um, kidding me. All of you can make me a uh, perception check uh, as you're looking at the at the corpse and corpses, I should say. I don't perceive anything. <clears throat> Torx does. Torx. All right. Torx, you notice the uh, Mind Flayer has a very nice breastplate on it. It's like uh, everything else is covered in dirt and gross. This, this thing is indented at all. It uh, has really cool embossed tentacles all over it, which uh, you know may or may not be cool to organic life forms. You're not sure. 
But yeah. you detect you, you detect that it may be uh, of magical quality. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I tell Dong Dong uh, to to preserve that breastplate. I'll stick it on my body. Okay. <laughs> blue, blue. It's not too hard to get it off of the headless corpse. Actually, the head being gone makes it easier. So check this door over here out. Hope I don't get eat. Can you guys come a little closer first so you can fire at whatever's on the other side of this door? I guess. Right. Um, I'm up here in my start day. Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to make you make you go through this, but you open it up in there and one of those white things uh, that was dead on the ground attacks you and you guys kill it fairly quickly. It's a quaggoth. Quaggoth. Uh, yeah. And uh, after you kill it, you see that the source of the stench you've been the whole hallway is uh, five sirloin corpses hidden under the stairs here. Gross. Uh, Egg-ridden. Oh! Yeah, yeah, burn, burn those. Burn them. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, so you destroy those. Um, and that's pretty much all you see in the ship, honestly. All right, well, I guess we head back up and take the parts that we can take across the gangplank. Okay, <clears throat> um, I'm just gonna move you back over to your ship, and then we can identify the stone and the breastplate. Yes, you can do that. All right. This is, um, <clears throat> go ahead. This is what I went downstairs to get, by the way. So that's from last year. Oh yeah, natural. Cool. And then uh, it's a it's a how about them, you know, MF uh, dogs. dogs. Yeah. That's from last year. I see because it's got the. Oh, cool! National champs. And this is from this year. Ooh, yeah. I like it better because it has the score on it. <laughs> it. Does have the score? Yeah, the score was ridiculous too. Yeah. All right. So, so here's the question: Will you drink those? Are, uh, are well, I mean, I haven't. Items? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I, you know, obviously, I haven't opened the other one. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe I, it's I good prob- luck not I mean, to open them at this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to open them. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> All right. So you're going to take 20 minutes and identify those uh, magical items. Is that the plan? Yeah. Okay. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do. Well, we'll just go in order. The Iron Stone. Yes, it turns out that it is an ion stone uh, of reserve. But, uh, let's see. What does that mean? <clears throat> an ion stone of reserve. I'll show it to you guys so you can see it. Um, it. Uh, this vibrant purple prism store spells cast into it, holding them wow. until you use them. The stone can store up to three levels worth of spells at a time. Uh, this one that you found has a single casting of the shield spell within it as of right now. So, Do you have to be a caster to be able to use it? Uh, any creature can cast a spell into it by touching it, and uh, as the spell is cast, there's no effect. Uh, while the stone orbits your head, you can cast the spell stored in it. The spell uses a slot level and spell safety C, spell attack bonus, etc. of the original caster. 
but otherwise it's treated as if you cast it. So anyone, anyone can do it. Um, you just have to be attuned to the stone. So anyone could wear it, <clears throat> yep. but like I could, me or Gus, we could cast spells into it and then That's they right. could activate those spells. That's right. Yep. Up to three levels worth. Well, that sounds awesome. We could throw that on you, Dong Dong, since yeah. you're one of our front frontline fighter. Oh, some healing spells in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it has yeah. shield in it. You could cast a bunch of shields in it, you know, and, and bump up your yeah. AC when you get attacked. Oh, that'd be, yeah, that would be awesome. I'd have to, like, uh, I had to not use my bonus attack. Yeah, shield, shield uses your reaction. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Load me up with, is shield a level one spell? Yeah, it is. Yeah, load me up with three shield spells. That would be great. All right, so you're going to take that Ion Stone of Reserve? Yeah, I mean, unless y'all have a better use for it. That's fine. You'll just have to let me know when you need me to refill it. Because yeah, I'll I will. have to preserve spell slots to do that. Yeah. I'll let you know when I run out. All right. Can I go ahead and top him off since I've got uh, two more? Sure. I've got two more. Okay. So I'll go ahead and top it off. So it's got three charges then. All right. And then you want to check out the breastplate? Yeah. All right. Sure enough, this really cool tentacle embossed breastplate is magical and it's a breastplate plus one nope so uh anyone that can wear it use it if they want to it's medium armor and actually i think dong dong could wear it i'm not sure who else yeah i think i can't but if i'm uh, raging that would be a problem yeah i think torques can wear it yeah i'm actually wearing a breastplate now so it would be an upgrade to my breastplate yeah you can do that Okay, and what did you say is on it? Like tentacles and yeah, it's got tentacles, just like uh, all covering the entire thing. Nice. All right, and then um, as you guys are checking those out and putting them on and stuff, and making yourselves ready to leave, a dark shape glides across the face of a nearby asteroid. Oh man! It is another ship. The new arrival resembles a giant spider, complete with long, delicate legs and web-like rigging. Starlight gleams off its metallic hull as it creeps silently towards your vessel. A night spider, shouts Captain Sartell. The Neogi were using this hulk as bait, and we've flown right into their web. Bum, bum, bum. Great. And I just dumped all my spells into your uh, ion stone. I'm all I'm all beat up with hardly any hit points left. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we will leave it there for next time. And a reminder, reminder to you kids at home, we won't be on TV next week. It'll be the week after. Tune in then. <laughs> and it'll be, well, it doesn't matter for people listening to the podcast, but it'll be Wednesday for us instead of Tuesday like we normally do. And when Jesse gets back, we'll tell him he died. All right. Way to go, Jesse. Bye, Craig.